Test one, two. Sega. We're back. It's the Sagabit Swinging Report Show. Get ready for Saga news and commentary with your hosts, George and Barry. Hello and welcome to episode 65 of the Sagabit Swinging Report Show. I'm Barry and with me is a bunch of folks from Sagabits. We have George. Hey. We also have AJ Rosa of My Life with Sega. Hello. And then we have Kori Maru of the Website of the Dead and Sagabits.com. Today we're going to be talking about our Too Many Games convention experience. Uh, Sagabits and Sonic Retro hosted a panel. We also uh, met for the first time in person. It was very awkward. Uh, lots of sweaty handshakes and like staring at the floor um, as <laughs> we talked. The time you whipped your dick out when I first met you it was really <laughs> creepy. Oh, boy. I did tell you that. Um, <laughs> actually, I was talking to George on Skype, and I, I saw you sitting there smoking, and I was like, well, that's got to be AJ. <laughs> uh, oh, look at that bitter old bastard. That has to be aged. <laughs> well, and the Sega, the Sega shirt was a big sign, too. Plus the fact that I know what you look like. Oh, unfortunately, I'm one of those idiots that puts my face in the fucking videos every now and then. <laughs> I, I've started to do that, too. We actually uh, have a video going up later. But um, uh, I guess uh, to kick things off, I wanted to hear from Patrick, who can be with us for another maybe 15, 20 minutes. Um, Patrick, you were... Uh, there for the first day of the convention, correct? Oh yes, I was. Nice. Well, uh, what what went on? What went down? Okay, first day. Um, me and my cousin, uh, we uh, we we were there for like the first day. I uh, decided to wear my shinobi outfit, you know, just to pass around the flyers like a ninja, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I kind of kind of kind of caught some deals on some Sega Saturn games, you know, like. They had a, uh, they had like, for like Fighters Mega Mix, Virtual Fighter 2, and Soccer Awards for like seven to twelve dollars. Nice. Sexy. Is that yeah. from the Windy Gaming? Oh yes. They yes. were good. Windy Gaming out in Chicago. It's not an actual store. It's a warehouse. But they had, like, really fair deals on a lot of Japanese imports. Um, like you listed, I got uh, Shenmue for ten bucks, and I got the. Um, what was it for four bucks? The uh, Virtua Fighter 3 TV with the Shenmue preview disc inside. Yeah, actually, I got oh. that at home. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's just Yu Suzuki talking, and you can't understand what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But, That's the best uh, part. <laughs> you know, right? He says, "Oh, Shenmue, mm-hmm. full reactivized entertainment." <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> you, That's pretty you, good. That's pretty like good that? prices considering that you pay like ten dollars shipping on eBay anyway. Oh, most definitely. I mean, that's what these conventions are really great for, is getting imports and larger things without having to be hit on, with shipping. On the, on the first day, I actually uh, got to meet an uh, internet celebrity. Uh, you guys are aware of uh, Alpha Omega Sin? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I met, I met him, the, uh, one of the first people I met at the convention. Nice. Is he a nice right guy? I, I tried to get him to, uh, to our panel, but I didn't see him there the next day. Uh, bastard. I'm too good for us. us. He probably hid. <laughs> no, he couldn't yeah. get in the panel room. Let's face it; there was only standing room left. That's very true. Um, did you did you meet anyone else on the first day, Patrick? Uh, that's about it. That's cool. Really? That's cool. You How were also there. Did you break? Oh yeah, tons. I'll bet. <laughs> <laughs> did you buy a Sega Saturn on that day too? Oh yes, I did. Japanese Saturn, gray model, right? Just like Ryo Hazuki. Yep. I, nice. I actually, I actually so you, spent all my money. So you have the Model 1 Japanese Sega Saturn? Uh, the I buttons are oval shaped? Yeah, the buttons I, are oval shaped? Yeah. Awesome. How much did that one cost you? Uh, I want to say like 40 or $50. That's not wow. bad. Wow. Yep. That's a good no, price. No, yeah, that's like a damn good price. I also bought the uh, the virtual stick, not virtual stick, the uh, Sega Saturn fight stick. Mm. Japanese that matches. That's really cool. Oh, to my surprise, that the uh, I, I have the American uh, 
Sega Saturn controller, which I had a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It actually works on the Sega, uh, the Japanese version of the Sega Saturn. Of course. Oh, yeah. You, you're not going to... I mean, I think outside of light guns on the Dreamcast, you're not going to run into, into any issues with um, switching around peripherals like that. Pretty much. Uh, I was I was going to say, when we had our uh, little uh, uh, fight competition, <laughs> oh, yeah. say, you should have broken open your box and actually hooked up your stick because it would have worked. Oh, yeah. But he was as kicking your ass needed, either way. Oh, yeah, I know. As if he needed an advantage because... <laughs> I think, uh, like, really, I have no more ass left. He kicked so much of it. It's, like, pummeled, <laughs> broken, and bloody. I have when, new uh, cracks. When uh, Barry told me you guys had a fighting tournament, I was like, oh, Patrick beat everybody. I already know it. Oh, oh. pretty much. <laughs> well, i got to say, Pat, uh, huge props to Patrick. He did a fantastic job hang- handing out flyers running around. I saw him uh, out of the corner of my eye talking to people. He was uh, doing a... Really good job. You should get into PR work. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I, I hopefully, hopefully, uh, someone at Sega will hear that. You know. <laughs> well, you can put me on your resume. Oh, that too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you, should, you should make your uh, resume like a, like a, a movie poster. It'll be like a picture of you cosplaying, and then it'll have like a bunch of quotes from people, that, and one of them would be Barry. I was spying on this young man. Yeah, I was spying on this handsome young man, and he did a pretty good job (laughs) handing out flyers. Um, Dave, actually, and uh, just to to tell what AJ and I was was doing at this time, we uh, actually met up at my place, and we went around and hit some retro game shops. uh, Oh, yeah. And uh, AJ, were you surprised by how many shops were just in my area alone? Um, surprised and deeply envious <laughs> because, like, I only have one shop here I go to, and, well, maybe two, but they're both, like, uh, retro shops where they have old toys as well as old video games. It's not their sole focus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't have a lot of options, and oftentimes it's mostly Nintendo. Like, everyone's ditching the 8-bit Nintendo cartridges, and they're always shit, like Lethal Weapon or, um... You know, the annual installments of all those sports games nobody wants, you know, the next year. Yeah. And right. it, it gets frustrating. But here I go and visit with Barry, and he takes me to that first shop, and I am just instantly blown away. I mean, we have a Famicom with the disk drive. We have um, the ROM games that have been committed to cartridge. It has imports. It even has some ultra-rare titles. Like, I damn near shat my pants when I saw it. They had Burning Rangers, the American version, complete in excellent condition for, like, 160 bucks. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I know. I was I was jonesing hard, man. Yeah. I almost put that on the credit card. I'm just like, <laughs> fuck it. I'll have it. My treasure hunt will be over. Yeah, that was uh, that was classic Game Junkie in Glenside, PA. They've been open for I think about four years. It's a family business, and the guy there he just does a he does a hell of a job. He has um, a lot of events. I think he does gaming tournaments. Uh, he had the Angry Video Game Nerd come out there and sign stuff. Um, I mean, I, th- I think it would be a lot of fun maybe to even see if we can't convince uh, maybe some East Coast Sega talent to come out. I know um, it'd be kind of cool if there was like a Console Wars uh, book signing there. If we could convince Blake to come to like a game store and do that, but uh, well, that would be great. We could shoot it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Videotape it, not like bang bangs. No, no, no. Either way, way, I don't want to frighten people away. Whatever. I mean, any publicity is good publicity. I say. Um, (laughs) We also. Yeah. (laughs) We also hit up a few other places. We hit uh, two locations. No, I think um, we hit one or two. Oh, we hit two. We, we hit two, two locations. Two. The other one was uh, J Street Video Games, which has another location uh, that we didn't go to. But that one's a reasonably new store, and they had some good prices. You saw, what was it, T-Mech? Oh, uh, yeah. Boxed. That looked uh-huh. really good. Yeah, that was that was pretty, because I remember T-Mech was one of those games I actually really enjoyed when I first bought my 32X. And uh, it, it was cool, and I remember... Fast forward a few years, I moved to Jersey, and that was one of the games I had traded because I had lost almost my entire collection, except the games in the fire. Mm. And Team Mech was one of the games that survived, and I remember trading it in for credit at uh, Next Level Video Games in Blackwood, New Jersey. And 
he's like, dude, do you realize this is like a rare item? And I'm like, nah, who cares? I don't have a 32X anymore. I'll probably never be able to afford one. I want more games for my Saturn. Uh, <laughs> um, now I just have the cartridge-only version, and I did that only so I could make a video about it. And even the cartridge itself was like 15, 20 bucks. And it was just shitty. I, it pisses me off still. So much shit I gave away, including Burning Rangers. Yeah. <sighs> uh, you know, hindsight well, funny. Yeah, well, you know, things went uh, things went uphill once we uh, got to the convention. We we actually <laughs> we I didn't even mention David David uh, the administrator of Sonic Retro. He actually he made a ten hour drive from. Uh, from the Midwest all the way out to my place um, oh my overnight. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I, I convinced him to stay at our place. I said, leave it. Leave it 2 p.m. Uh, Friday. You can at least get here at midnight on Saturday. Um, and he was like, oh, sure. And then he calls me. And he's, he's on the road at like 6 or something. So he made it to, uh, to my place at 7 in the morning. This is a man on no sleep for two days. So he got two hours of sleep before we woke him up and had some pancakes and headed out, but I've never seen a man more tired in all my life. <laughs> I got a real kick out of when um, he came through the front door and AJ was sleeping, and AJ just like like a soldier, like snapped to attention and was like, hello, sir, and then he just passed out again. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so we, we all piled into the car, headed over to the convention. Uh, David was a little un, unsure that he would do a good job on the sleep he was on. Uh, but um, we got there, and uh, Patrick was there running around. Patrick, do you want to just, I know you have to leave soon. Do you want to tell us about um, your exploits and meeting Angry Video Game Nerd before we uh, have oh, you on yes, your way? Uh, after, um, after the panel, uh, pretty much... Uh, and beating AJ and Fighters Mega Mix and Marvel Superheroes, even though he got me back on that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we went over to uh, me and my cousin went over to uh, for the signing for the Angry Video Game there. You know, we're we're just walking around and like we're we're about to head over to the uh, the exit. And like from there, like you know where they were like giving out the raffles and stuff. Mm -hmm. James Rolfe was right there, just talking and stuff, and I'm like. Oh my freaking god. Bree, do you know who that is? You know who that is? Oh my god. And like, um, so I Did your cousin know who it was? Uh not not really. I had to show her the <laughs> video the other day. But my um I have a I have a best friend who uh introduced me to his videos. Mm -hmm. And um so I had to like return a favor, you know. I, I had to call my friend up and tell him like guess guess who I bumped into at too many games and I gave nice. him the phone. Uh, to talk to him a little bit, you know. It, it's something I had to do. Oh, that's really nice of you. Yeah. And, um, so, like, we, we, we followed him. Like, he told us to wait in the line and stuff, pretty much. Like, right mm -hmm. behind his pant his, uh, his booth. So, basically, like, me and my cousin just, like, waited on in the line. So, I had my Dreamcast ready for him to sign it. I had, uh, I had James to sign it, and I had, uh, his friend Mike, uh, Mattel sign my Dreamcast, even though they're not employees of Sega, they still right. work signed the Dreamcast. Yeah, and so that, that same Dreamcast has been signed by uh, Ruby, uh, by Aaron Weber, by um, what is Sam Mullen. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. It's like the the uh, all-star baseball that's been passed around to the entire you know team. It's just crazy looking at that thing. It's it's so autographed you forgot who's who, right? Well, I, I know I know a few people. I had Cash Cash <laughs> sign it. I had Steve Lysett to sign it. Oh, nice. Uh, well, I had Kokichi sign. I, was he the director of uh, Jet Set Radio and Yakuza? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had him sign it too. Uh, I'm trying to basically I'm trying to get all three uh, divisions of Sega to sign my Dreamcast. Like Very I cool. pretty much got USA down. Uh, I need to get more people from Europe and at least a few more from Japan. Yeah. So Patrick, are, yeah. are you scared that you're gonna run out of room on that Dreamcast? Maybe. <laughs> like but you're in might... a convention, it's all signed up, and then you meet Yuzuzuki. Nah. Isn't I'll, that your nightmare? I'll, I'll shit my pants if I see Yuzuzuki. <laughs> he looks. He looks at it and goes, "Uh, no more room." And he just gives it back to you. <laughs> He's like, "Black Dreamcast, no more room." Why? Well, and you're like, "It's not. It's a white Dreamcast. There's so many autographs. It's just black now." 
<laughs> oh, no, you know what you could do, Patrick, if that should happen? Um, just hollow out the Dreamcast, take out the innards, and put Yu Suzuki's name on the inside where the Dreamcast fading part lies. <laughs> well, they haven't signed the inside, right? If you open the lid? No, that, that, yeah, that would be kick-ass. So, actually, let's see if I could meet up with maybe Yuji Naka, Yu Suzuki, and, uh, and uh, Makoto uh, Ochida. He's in China. Basically, so, maybe. So basically, I'm trying to get all the legends of Sega to sign my Dreamcast. Maybe. That's One really day. cool. Rocking. Awesome. Well, if you if you have to get going, you can get going, or you can stick on until uh, until you need to leave. Um, I was just going to continue. Uh, AJ, David, and I showed up. Uh, Patrick was there. We handed him the flyers, and he was like, "Hello, hi, bye." And <laughs> he just ran up and started handing out flyers again. Uh, <laughs> but so um, I'm in the. I'm gonna uh-huh. assume that the the whole thing was a big success since people had to stand to watch you guys. Oh, dude, let me tell you about that. I didn't expect me. To- <laughs> I, I really didn't. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty wild. I mean, yeah, we had um, standing room only. We also had uh, another YouTube celeb. Uh, some call me Johnny. Um, was there? Is it some call me John or some call me Johnny? It's both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, was there someone from uh, Hardcore Gaming uh, yes. 101? The uh, head of Hardcore Gaming 101 was also there, which was pretty cool. We actually uh, uh, tweeted to him asking if he was going to be there, because I know uh, last year he was there, and um, his book actually contains content from Sonic and Sega Retro, so we can, I guess, retroactively claim that we're in his book, <laughs> so, which, which we do a lot. We're like, hey... Started from the bottom, now we're here. And it's like, you didn't even do anything. We're like, yeah, but it's ours now. <laughs> it's like you bought a celebrity's car, and you're still claiming to, to have that that cred. <laughs> you're like, look, it's JC's car. They're like, yeah, but you're not JC. Um. <laughs> have you told George about that kid? Oh, uh, we'll get to oh, that. God. We'll get to that. He might be listening, so I don't want to. I don't want to break any hearts. Um, There's but, no hearts to be broken. He was a very cool kid. It's just that he was uh. Now, you know, he had an agenda. He had a yeah. plan. He's like, I want Sonic knowledge, and I want it now. <laughs> so it like, that cool. comes with, Yeah, that comes with time and experience, kid. You can't just be fed Sonic knowledge. It doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> you got to earn it. So, yeah, exactly. So for the next, the next two hours, we kind of just walked around, but we were really just thinking of getting the panel started. Uh, headed in about 15 minutes beforehand. The other guys were wrapping up, and... You know, too many games, the guys were great getting us all set up, getting us the press passes. My one complaint is that they didn't have any AV person standing in there, or at least someone on hand, because when we got in, it was just a pile of cables and a mixing board and a projector, and I was like, what the hell? Like, where's the, where's the speakers? How do I output the sound? We got, they didn't have a VGA cable, which, I mean, I should have brought one, but at the same time, I thought they said they'd have a projector. I figured VGA cable was a given. Um... But it wasn't that so, early. Huh? So what time was the, the the panel? The panel was supposed to start at 12. It started at about 12.10, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, outside of that, that was the only hiccup. But someone ran out, a staff member who ran out and got us a VGA cable. So thanks to him. Um, and then we realized the sound wasn't working. Uh, we finally got the sound working, and the speakers blew out right after the first uh, intro. Um, oh, yeah. Which, to be fair, I don't think it was our fault because they were blasting the, those speakers before we even got in there. So they were definitely on their way. I mean, speakers, when you blow them, you literally blow them out to the point of them never working again, right? Right. Yeah. All right. Was, wasn't my fault. Um, no. <laughs> so, because you even told me the intro's loud, turn it down. I did, but it was still, it still killed him. It was uh, garbled. Th- it was garbled, yeah. But, I mean, thankfully... I was smart enough to bring my uh, keyboard speakers, so um, we got those hooked up and we were good to go. Uh, the intro, talking about the Dreamcast apocalypse, um, that was kind of loose. It was basically us saying, talking about our memories of the console, uh, if we thought it even had a chance um, upon cancellation, and our thoughts on Sega uh, now. And it was about a good 15, 20-minute conversation, wouldn't you say? Um, yeah, I'd say so. I, I feel yeah. like ate up most of that time because it's very difficult for me talking about that time because I remember when I was little and the Dreamcast was coming out. If you had asked me then, does the Dreamcast have a chance against PlayStation and 
Nintendo and all that, I would have said, absolutely, look at all these great fucking games. How could it lose? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get older, you you become that much more impassioned, and you start reading more and more about it, and you realize, okay, yeah, it was pretty much fucked from moment one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in spite of having a great launch, tons of games, and, you know, kind of innovating in many ways, it just... It was too little, too late. Too much damage had been done, at least in America. So, you know, by that point, at least. I mean, I know the Genesis was doing really, really strong here, as well as the UK, but Japan, it really wasn't taking off. Then you get into that whole, you know, they started releasing all those peripherals, which just confused the marketplace and led to a lot of problems. And by the time the Saturn came out, we were just screwed. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's a typical time talking about Dreamcast. In fact, you know, if 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 we were doing the panel again, you know, I so would have been like, can we not talk about the Dreamcast? Can we talk about some other console? Never. <laughs> With a brighter history, like the Genesis, or you know, hell, even the Sega CD. <laughs> so, well, Sega CD wasn't brighter, but it sure as shit would have made for an entertaining discussion. <laughs> if we want to talk about like bright. Sega console is like the Genesis, and that's probably it. Well, I mean, unless you're the Japanese, then the Saturn was, you know, a gem for the Japanese. Oh, yeah. oh of course. But then if you're an American, you have to pay freaking import prices, and that's no. that sucks. No, minor difficulties, but it was pretty good. I mean, between Barry and I, we talked a bit about that, and mm-hmm. well, we, we went on to uh, David, didn't we? Yeah, and David, um, what, what did he share? You know, it was just kind of a blur, because when someone else is talking, I'm like, well, people seem interested, and I was more looking at the audience than, than paying attention half the time. I'm not gonna oh, lie. and then, of course, we did the videos, though. Yeah, that's so. true, too. And um, Patrick, too, he, he shared his thoughts on uh, uh, modern Sega stuff, the staff. Yeah. Oh. And I, yeah, I, in the new video, um, I actually added some reference clips for you, uh, Corey. Oh. So... Yeah, it'll, it'll nice. be nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, AJ's got a video he's working on. It's about, what, 45 minutes? Um, final count was 46. I trimmed it here and there. Just right, but it when, special when, edition with new scenes added and digitally <laughs> and special effects, right? When can we uh, expect the video to show? Hmm? Uh, when can we expect for the video to be uploaded? Oh, well, the video's done. Um, I mean, it's all done. I've been trying to bust my ass the last two days trying to get it done because, you know, timely fashion, too many games didn't want to wait that long. You know, you know since the con's been done for, what, a week? Just about, yeah. Yeah. Not so, even. Yeah, not even, come to think of it, yeah. Four days. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, just pumped it out. The only things that really didn't make it into the video were... Uh, our technical difficulties, which consumed about 15 minutes. And uh, I didn't bother showing our videos for uh, My Life with Sega or This is Saturn, only because I figured there's a there's a uh, bookmark, so to speak, in that point. And I'll just put a little link there. If you want to watch the videos, click these links. Oh, nice. Excellent. That, well, that way it keeps the uh, runtime of the video low because I know sometimes people look at the runtime and go, "Oh my God, 45 minutes! That's awfully daunting." So it's, you know, hey, I'm on the metro right now trying to go to work. I don't have time for a 45-minute fucking video. I don't know. Right. So, but uh, but yeah. So other than that, um, no, a little bit of us walking around, but just wait until uh, you watch the intro. The intro is. Uh, a certain piece of music makes its appearance, and it's. I think it's going to be great. Nice, <laughs> nice. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So we we showed we actually showed off the uh, this is Saturn preview for uh, Liam's upcoming Burning Rangers video. Um, Bastard. Yeah. And also, uh, <laughs> AJ, had, AJ had his secret video, which was um, uh, Comic Zone. Yeah. Uh, I was just talking to uh, I was actually just talking to uh, Knuckles the other day, and he want he wanted to do a Comic Zone week, and now you oh. did a video. Yeah, I can't that's... ever top AJ. Oh, There's a actually at that classic Game Junkie they had a complete in box Comic Zone. I didn't know how much it was priced though. Nice testing. Uh, yeah, but um, the panel went onwards. Uh, 
and this is the kind of like the, uh, you know, like in the movie when they have like the the guy who they're like, he'll never play football, he'll never amount to anything. It was like with David, who was like, he's on, he's hasn't slept in twenty four hours, he's not going <laughs> to do a good job. And like a robot, he just like snapped into place, and he's like, "Hello, I'm David, blah blah blah, and Sonic, blah blah blah," and like going through the whole history. It was just, it was like you do, you wouldn't even thought that the guy didn't have any sleep. It was probably the most solid uh, portion, um, live portion of the of the panel. Um, he uh, ate I have a question. And crap thunder. Yeah. What's your question? Um, who is in charge of these panels? Um, well, there's no one there. Like telling us what to do. It's basically we have the room booked for an hour, and so you guys could basically do anything, and nobody would even know. Oh well, except the entire audience would have been pissed off and misled and disappointed. But uh, yeah, pretty much, we could have shown up in sports tape and just posed for pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, did you guys go to any other panels? No, we didn't. I mean, the rest of the day was just not thinking about panels and buying things. Um, but you, you guys have been to panels before. I mean, you have at least, Barry, right? Uh, yeah. Years prior? Yeah, yeah. I've been and to one. What, and were they always as packed as the ones you guys did? Which no. one have you been to? Uh, it was, uh, I can't remember what this guy's name was. Uh, he, he was doing uh, the Midnight Show movie. It was, like, he, he kind of came unprepared. It wasn't much. So, like, you know, it was, like, the only panel I went to. Like, er everything else didn't interest me except for our, our own panel. Now, I feel like ours was, like, the biggest out of all of them, except for the uh, Angry Video Game. You already know that's going to be packed automatically. Yeah. And why Why do you think that was? <laughs> I, I mean, no, I mean, do, do you think that enough people actually know of us? I mean, to be honest, we were walking around, and there were people coming up saying, oh, I love visiting your site. Oh, I visited your site before. Um, it's so weird. I think so it's the, the Sega recognition, too. Like, you know, if something's like... Um, Creating your own Minecraft costumes, or like um, making music on the uh, ColecoVision, like those are not really eye-catching. But then, if it's like an exploding Dreamcast and the word Sega and Sonic is all over the place, it, people know what it is. You know, yeah, it's like, oh. which I think, I mean, I'll be honest, that's what I did when I created the title of the panel. I actually worked backwards. I said, well, what's a really catching title? What would I want to go see? Um, so I explosion. Guess, yeah, so, well, it, which goes along with uh, Sega Bits in, in and of itself, where we're just like, well, what what kind of thing website would we want to visit? Well, I said, well, what kind of panel would I want to visit? I'd want to visit a Sega one, talks about the Dreamcast, has a lot of variety. Yeah. Because um, that way, if you don't care about the Dreamcast, you definitely care about uh, Sonic or, <laughs> hey, we had a lot of prizes, too, which um, uh, I'll, I'll not spoil David's, but it definitely had a lot of cool, uh, I'd say never before seen footage for a lot of people. There was... Um, Raw footage from the Sonic 2 release in all three regions, which was really cool. Yeah. And he even dug up some footage of a uh, a Sonic 2 fan game from like '95 or '96. Oh, they actually. I actually remember that from a while back when I was looking up. Uh, what was it? Sonic Cult. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's liter They literally scanned magazine images of Hidden Palace Zone and reassembled it. So it's like they're not sprites. It's like. It's almost like a uh, like a collage from like a grade school kid that you can play, like basically. Uh, I guess an early little big planet then in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> but right. um, but yeah, the the prize portion. Uh, unfortunately, we had to rush that along. Uh, Patrick read out uh, half the questions. I went through them like an auctioneer, so he get through them. Uh, yeah. So we could, so we could have someone asking questions and someone handing out prizes because you know me, I'm old, but. Uh, Patrick, he's he's young and agile, and he's got his cool costume. So, dude, and I ain't got yo. And um, yeah, so all the prizes got handed out. I almost thought they'd take my watch too, but um, <laughs> I'd, I'd say, do you think the people who got the cool prizes deserved them? Uh, yes. Good. <laughs> I'd say so personally. I thought they were all. No, we had a really good audience, and uh, they were. You know, you can look out into the audience, and you can actually see that they were interested, which was nice. And yeah. you know, they just—they weren't just in there trying to find an air-conditioned room and save their feet from walking for two hours. You know, right. yeah. 
No, right. they were like, oh, no, is this is the Sega panel on here? Is it starting now? You know, can we come in now? Is it going to start now? That was, like, the happiest moment for me when they're like, is this the Sega panel? I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it kept filling up, and you saw that picture I took. You know, it was just filled, and then we had standing room in the back, and I'd say a few people, I thought they left. Turns out I think they were using the bathroom because they did come back. Um, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, all in all, I'd say the panel was a big success, especially since, you know, it was all kind of put together in the last few weeks outside of um, AJ's videos and the intro. Um, yeah, I went nuts trying to get that shit done because I was afraid. <laughs> and I'm glad I did because if I had gone in there thinking, ah, oh, man, it's just going to be like five people, you know, yeah. and that's including our panelists, you know, <laughs> we'll just be, it'll just be, nah, and then I get in there and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> what have you gotten yourself into? Well, um, so ne- next year, would you guys be interested in doing one again? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Get George to fly out. We can talk about, uh, I don't know. Uh, when, when, so around this time next year? Uh, probably, yeah. Well, well, if more than five people show up, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll do it for sure. Cool, we can put you on the throne. For, for me, it depends. Uh, you know... My mom, uh, my mom flew uh, from uh, Germany, mm-hmm. and like she's probably going to be stationed for Japan next year. Oh so wow! Probably around the same same time. I might be coming with her for like a week. So it, it depends. Oh, dude, you gotta go. Yeah, I. Oh yeah. yeah I, I gotta go, and so like you know, I could probably go to Sega Corporation and take pictures. Well, you know what you're doing. You're gonna go there, and it's gonna be Sega Bits goes to Japan because we always use the Royal We, so we look really impressive. Yeah. And uh, and then when you're there, you are going to buy me some Sonic stuff, and I will pay you back. And that's how it works. <laughs> meet uh, Takinobu Mitsuyoshi and, uh, and sing some songs with him. Oh, hell yeah. You know, in fact, now might be a good time to start getting on the uh, the email with uh, Sega community and say, hey, I'm going to be in Japan in a year. I think we can start getting the ball rolling on meeting some uh, hey, talent, my, maybe my even thoughts, visiting. My thoughts exactly. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you also been... visit uh, You should also visit all those weird arcade places they have there. Oh, oh yeah. definitely. I heard they have a floor just for women. You oh. know what that means. <laughs> you have to wear a dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm about to go ahead and head out for work. All right, we'll take care, and uh, thanks for coming on and chatting with us. Oh, yeah, one last message to AJ. Oh, you want a rematch in Fighters Mega Mix? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Next year, I'll, we'll make that happen. Alrighty. Alrighty, then, guys. Uh, uh, be careful, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna practice. <laughs> so. practice? I can't wait to see. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Take care, bro. All right, man. Take care. You too. Bye. Well, that you know, was that was the famous. Corey Maru that we just had on. What did you guys think about talking to him? Oh, yeah, was, well, you guys talked was, to him in the, in the... You guys talked to him four years... I mean, four days ago, you guys were hanging out. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, so mesmerized by his beauty and his uh, gaming skill. <laughs> I will say I, he was taller than I expected, and I really like his hair. Yeah, yeah, he's got some badass hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, from... Too. From the, oh, and I forgot to mention, too, during the panel, whenever there was a technical difficulty, David started reading from his Sonic Choose Your Own Adventure book. Oh, God. <laughs> Which Such a weird he, fucking book. He read it, some of it to me when he was over here. Sonic turns into, like, a waffle iron, I think. What? And then Tails accidentally eats the Master Emerald. Okay. <laughs> so, Barry... Uh, uh, what did your wife think of the whole thing, the whole Sega panel thing? I mean, oh, she's not a fan, so I'm assuming it would be like, what? No, she she didn't attend, but she knew that uh, she knew all the work I was putting into it. She knows what I do. Okay, I was yeah. gonna say, um, I'm happy that uh, more than one person showed up because when you told me you guys were gonna do a panel, and I'm like, who the hell would want to hear us talk? Like people <laughs> from our site. Yeah. I'm like, this is going to be a disaster. Then you posted a picture that said, like, Sega Bits panel, and that's all they put on there. I was like, oh, no. They didn't put the, It was a Dreamcast panel. Nah, I'm like, oh, people are going to get confused, and it turned well, out fine. Like I said, I think the the reason we got so many people was uh, the work that uh, Patrick did both days. 
Mm. Um, and also, I think the promise of prizes. I think, I think, I mean, it sounds, you know, like kind of like, oh man, we're not that important. But I think, I think, maybe ten people came just out of knowing what the content was. Maybe ten, fifteen. But I think a lot of them came for the promise of prizes and Patrick's good work at getting them to come. But I, I think, like AJ was said, they legitimately liked it. They didn't just sit there for thirty minutes waiting for prizes to come. And another thing too, I mean. I do feel a lot of it is Sega because I could hear in the audience people like murmuring like when you would throw out little facts here and there when David would speak mm -hmm. when even Patrick would talk about particular games I could hear all these little voices coming from the crowd going like oh yeah because they did this back in 1993 you know just all this kind of stuff so there are clearly they were all Sega fans yeah that's so, not fair of me to discount Sega too I think Sega definitely um, has it's you know we're we're it's not a niche fandom it's it's really we were one of the big one the big boys up until uh, 2001 I mean up there with right. you know the equivalent of what Microsoft or Sony or Nintendo are now and I think a lot of that still exists in the uh, nostalgic mindset even if they still do make games um, I did notice like like I tried to name off a few modern games just like Binary Domain and I did hear people going oh yeah. You know, so. <laughs> I heard a couple uh, of folks go like, "Yeah, that was cool." Yeah, so. uh, I didn't get to mention Viking, which is our unofficial official game of the entire site, right? <laughs> is Viking really that? No, but like I said, people are always on our site reading about Viking, which is strange because I when I, I remember when it came out, everybody's like, "Don't buy it; it's crap." I went and paid a; they had it on sale like the month after it came out mm -hmm. for like forty dollars. I bought it, and I was actually pretty surprised it wasn't that bad. I'm surprised that people actually care about it, though. Yeah, yeah. Considering there was no hype around it. So well, next year we're going to do a panel on Viking? Yeah, pretty yeah. much Viking. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. There are some uh, whispers in the dark between uh, myself and David about a um, collaboration on something. And if like that gets rolling, it might be good to have a panel on it just to get the word out. Um... If not, then like AJ mentioned, maybe focus on another console. Um, well, just to throw an idea out here, rather than just a console, I think it would be interesting to actually do one where we focus completely on the uh, Genesis peripherals, where we do Sega CD and 32X. And, you know, like, um, you remember that article I wrote a bit back about um, the canceled games for the 32X? Yeah, and actually doing like a video presentation for it, we could talk a bit about the peripherals and when they first came out, um, our general feelings then as opposed to now, and their eventual discontinuation. So, I mean, it, it could be good, especially since so many people are still aware of the Sega CD and the 32X. The Sega CD for kind of popularizing CD-based console gaming. I mean, I know TurboGrafx-16 came up before it, but right. that, that didn't exactly take off. It didn't have the controversy surrounding it either, you know, like a Sega CD with the whole Night Trap ordeal. And the 32X coming out at a time when the bit wars were at, you know, most ridiculous between Jaguar 64, the promise of Nintendo 64, all that kind of shit. And, you know, everybody knows about these damn things. And actually, maybe just show the bright side of the Sega CD and the 32X. It'd just be nice. How about we just surprise everybody and do a Neo Geo uh, panel? Okay, die. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'm going to focus on Metal Slug, and you guys could focus on uh, Final Fight. Uh, no? You know, that's... Yeah, yeah, let's talk about a console that had nothing but fighters and, <laughs> you know, no RPGs. Not, the, the, yeah, and also would empty out your bank account just to buy a cartridge. It sounds awesome. <laughs> So the Sega Saturn are we talking about again? Uh, Sega Saturn, what are you talking about? I buy, uh, I all those cases that we had for the No Limits VCD were mm -hmm. all Saturn games, and they were all you know, like under three dollars. <laughs> so it's just, you know even some good Saturn games I can still get for like twenty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> and you know it's uh, like hell. I could have bought Resident Evil on Sega Saturn for twenty five. And I got a really good shooter called Galactic Attack uh, that was actually published by Acclaim, and that was 45 bucks, and it was practically brand new. 
And uh, you can still get a lot of great games for Saturn without killing yourself or your bank account. Unlike the Neo Geo. Actually, the where Saturn, the Saturn, I don't think the Saturn games are that expensive. Even if some of them are like $50 or even $80. Like, you could get Burning Rages for like $80. But like... Really? Even then, it's like, that's how much it cost when they came out. I don't think it's that much of an increase, really. I mean, sure, they're old games, but I don't know. Sometimes I think they're worth it, depending on the game, obviously. Yeah, and also depending on the region, because if you're buying, like, I can get a lot of Japanese imports. Like, sure, the American version of Burning Rangers is going to cost you anywhere from 80 to 100 depending on its condition. Mm-hmm. But if you buy the Japanese version, I can get that for 25 bucks. So yeah. Same for... Panzer Dragoon um, Azel, or Azel, I don't know, Azel. Uh, Oh, yeah, Saga, as it's known here in the States, right? Azel, yeah. <laughs> don't call me names. You My favorite game is that Panzer Dragon Azel. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what, what other, actually, yeah, we, we following the, the convention, we just, we walked around and, and bought shit, um, not shit, treasures. And, yes. uh, and you, you played a game with... Uh, Patrick, uh, too, but what, what what did you pick up outside of uh, what you mentioned? Oh, outside of Galactic Attack? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Galactic Attack was for the Sega Saturn, which is a uh, vertical shooter, um, beautiful 2D, 3D animation. It's uh, I'll definitely be making a video about that soon. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah, it's, it, it's pretty. Um, I also bought Wing Commander for uh, the Sega CD. Oh, nice. And it's in great shape, and it was 10 bucks. So I was like, oh, my God. All right, fine. And, uh, gee, what else did I get? Oh, I got uh, Super Thunderblade. It's a game I've been wanting for the Genesis for a while. It's just that trying to find one in good shape is damn near impossible. But they had it for 7 bucks. I said, I said, hooray. And I even got a Master System game, which I'm actually really looking forward to doing a video for. It's uh, called Dead Angle. Hmm. And, yeah, it's a, basically a rail shooter, <laughs> but the thing is is that you can actually see the outline of your uh, protagonist, and you can scroll across the screen firing in the first person, essentially. Um, it, if I didn't know better, I'd swear it was supposed to be a light gun game, but you actually control it with the uh, controller or the arcade stick. I'm looking and, at it. He's like a ghost or something. <laughs> like a Yeah, that's just like a virtual outline of your figure so you know to, when to avoid gunfire. Huh. But uh, visually, it it's like set in the late 30s, early 40s, if I remember correctly, and you play a private eye, and uh, you're having to rescue a girl, of course, and uh, um, it looks a lot like Dick Tracy for Sega Genesis to me. Nice. Um, the way the yeah, the way the characters are designed, like a lot of the hoods, they look a lot like um, uh, Dick Tracy. But, um, damn, what else? Oh, and I also got uh, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs for the Sega CD. Game of the year. Uh, um, it's going to make for an interesting review, I'll, I'll say that much. <laughs> uh, it's... Uh, um, visually, it's fairly well done with a few minor gripes, and uh, uh, control-wise, I think, uh, you know what, I'm not even going to talk about it, because I was I was playing it with my girlfriend, she was just watching me play it, and she's just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and, uh, um, oh, the most ridiculous purchase I made, though, I think it was like five, seven dollars, was... Uh, Kids on site for Sega CD released through the uh, Sega Club, Sega Club label. Oh, Kids on Site. Yeah, I know that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lucky you. Uh, well, yeah, that was actually a uh, that was actually a request from um, someone I had met at my very first panel I ever had, and that was uh, back at Intervention Con. Uh, a couple years back, and she was actually a Sega CD fan, and she said, oh, have you ever played Kids on Sight? You have to review this game. I'm like, all right, if I ever find a copy, I'll totally do it. Hmm. Well, (laughs) oh, boy. Um, But that was my bounty. For the most part, I feel I made some solid purchases. I didn't get to find... um, my, my big dream purchase, which I was prepared to spend a lot of imaginary money on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Model 1 Sega CD. Yeah. 
Um, the best one I could find was $150 in the box, and it had been modified so that you could take it apart and replace the fuses whenever they blow, which kind of uh, made my ass pucker at the thought. But it came with the <laughs> came with, it came with the box, and it had the instructions and all the hookups. So, and he said the shell itself was in great condition. If I wanted to see it for myself, he would gladly demonstrate it for me. And I was like, mm, $150 for something that's been modified to that extent kind of bothers me. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's an improvement, but I get what you're saying. It's, yeah. I mean, if yeah. it was like a mod chip inside, like I have a Dreamcast with a mod chip, you can't even tell. But if it was like, oh, yeah, I, you know, you see people like, oh, yeah, I, I improved it. I made it better. And you're like, but you changed something. I actually, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's not the original yeah. one anymore. It's weird, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, like mod chips, I would I would be fine with. It's just that the way it was done, now there was a panel where you could actually remove it and change the fuses. I mean, I guess that makes it easier, but <laughs> it's uh, I I'd just rather that not had been done. So I, I just figure I'll wait. You know, it's not that big a deal, but it is something I am wanting because. Um, I have a setup very similar to yours, Barry, where you have a Model One Genesis with a 32X on it, and I'm like, I really want to, I really want my Sega Tower of Power with my Model One Sega CD, you know, sitting beneath it. Yeah. Uh, God, that thing was huge. So tall. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. I mean, you would never be able to get that into an entertainment center now. You know, oh, no. everything is. Yeah, that would never happen. No. Well, I was I was lucky enough to get what my my dream console was. Uh, I, I finally got a Sega Master System, so I feel so proud to be part of the club. Um, nice. So, and, you know, it was difficult because I've, I've been looking for, I think for the past two years now, I've kept an eye open, an eye open on eBay, but I never really wanted to spend more than 50 bucks. Um, at last year's convention, they did have them, but they were selling out before I could even get them. Um, and it kind of hurt because, not like hurt like mentally, but it just kind of hurt like my perception of the pricing because a lot of guys, they say, oh, I just sold it. And the first question I always ask, and I think this is a good collecting tip too, is if you're looking for something and the guy says, oh, I've sold it, follow-up questions should be, how much did you sell it for? Because that's a good way to gauge you know, when you go to the other seller, if they have one, you can kind of haggle. You can say, oh, this guy had one for uh, you know, 10 bucks less. You know, or something like that. But um, it's also a good way to gauge what the general consensus is of price. Um, last year when I went, it was thirty bucks, forty bucks. Um, this year, I asked around. It was fifty bucks, sixty bucks. I finally found one for sixty. Came with five games, two controllers. It looked beautiful. I was like, shit. Why didn't anyone buy this? I picked up the games, and the console was literally cracked in half. And Whoa. somebody super glued it back together. So it looked like it was perfectly working, but it was like taking a fine piece of china, smashing it in half, and then gluing it back together and trying to sell it for the same price. It's like, this thing should be 30 bucks. And I should have haggled down, but I was just like, I don't even want one that looks like that. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I actually went back to the one I first saw when we walked in that was... Um, the guy wanted 50 bucks for it with one controller, no game. So I said to him, I'll give you 50 if you throw in a game. Um, and he said, any game for four or five bucks is yours. So I grabbed Afterburner, which I, I think is a fair uh, first game. I also was lucky enough to grab the one that had Snail Maze in it, just because, to my knowledge, that game is not sold separately, is it? Maybe um, it is. As far as I know, it is not. So as I'm, far as... Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I know later ones had other games, but I'd rather buy those games and have one that I can't get anywhere else inside the system, as as yeah. cheesy as it is. Well, no, I mean that makes sense because really, Snail Maze, as far as I know, not released as either a cartridge or a Sega card. So having it in the console, I mean, I think they're the most common you can find a Model One, so it's not the most uh, expensive model you can buy for. Master System. Uh, I know the highly sought-after ones are the ones that actually have like uh, Sonic built into it after the Genesis had been released. Mm -hmm. um, I think those are mostly uh, Model Two consoles, mm -hmm. and then you have the uh, what you call it, the uh, later model Model Ones, where they actually had Alex Kidd built into it, and those are rare as well. But really, having Snail Maze, I mean, at least it's a game you can't buy 
separately. It's married to the console, so that's good. And it's yeah. kind of cool that you got Afterburner. That was the first game I bought for it when I replaced it. Uh, you were like a proud dad. I saw you. You were like, "Good, you've done good, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you've done me proud." Well, I mean, oh, Afterburner. Now, was... shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, Afterburner was like one of the first games I remember playing on the Master System with my brother. So, uh, you know, it was kind of a big deal for me being able to get it. Like a couple years ago, I finally. In fact, I had just finished doing the Master System review when you guys asked me to join Stegabits. That's right. So, yeah, and Afterburner was one of the first games I bought. So, mm. yeah, it was it was cool, and it was one of the first games I bought, too, when I got the 32X originally. So, you know, back in the day. It's it, it's nice to see. And also, I was reading that you got uh, R-Type for the Master System. Yes, well, uh, outside of um, the two Dreamcast games I got, and I think, oh, and I bought Wipeout, too, the day before for Saturn, which was another game I had my eyes open for. Um, I, you know, it's just the feeling when you get a new retro console and you're sitting there with one game, you feel like shit. Like you're like, I need it. You're like, I need at least ten games to feel satisfied right now. Um, <laughs> especially when the day before we went to all those stores and I, I saw all the Master System games, but I didn't buy them because I didn't think I'd have a console. Um, and to be fair, the the games for the Master System are inexpensive. I think five to ten bucks is your usual. Uh, going rate for the standard games. Um, but yeah, I, on, I, I average. Picked, hmm? on average, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there were some that were a lot more, but they were, I guess, considered rare. Um, but yeah, I went back to Classic Game Junkie. I picked up um, R-Type for 15 bucks. It came with everything, including a sweet Afterburner poster and a 1986 catalog. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> My R-Type didn't with that shit. And it came maybe, with instructions in a box. So that was um, maybe someone put those in for me. Um, and then I also grabbed, uh, what else? Because I went to two different stores. I'm trying to think what else I got. Oh, I got um, Marksman and the, the skeet shooting game combo. Mm. Um, I also picked up, at another store I picked up Space Harrier. I also got the Hang On um, Jungle Hunt. Or is it Safari Hunt? Uh, Safari Hunt. Safari Hunt, and what else did I get? I'm trying to think of the third game. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, oh, Thunderblade. Oh, you and, got the uh, yeah. And Alien gun. Syndrome. Alien Syndrome and the Light Gun. Uh, Alien so, Syndrome. That's another one I've got. Yeah. Alien and, Syndrome is such a strange game, especially considering that they like try to remake it like what in two thousand five or something. Well, that's the funny thing. I actually bought the remake um, the day before the convention when I was hanging out with AJ. So that was three bucks. Of course. I it's just like, what a weird game to bring back. Yeah, that was... Uh, that's something we should actually write about, is that strange era when they were bringing back... Because people go, oh, man, I wish they'd bring back the classics. And it's like, guys, for like a good two years, they brought back a, an assload of classics. It was like 2,500 releases... The uh, Sega Ages ones. There was also. Um, it's not that they were good, but I mean they weren't they good. Them back. They were, yeah, they brought them back. <laughs> there was uh, Alien Syndrome. There was um, Golden Axe Beast Rider. There was Altered Beast. I think it was just called Altered Beast, but that didn't come to the U.S. It was so bad, I guess. Altered Beast. Wait, are you saying the remake didn't come to the U.S. or mm -hmm. it was a PS2 exclusive? Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was only in Europe. Not even. I don't think Japan got it. Hmm. It was, uh, yeah, it was supposed to be pretty bad, but then again, the original game wasn't the greatest either, was it? Yeah. I mean, I played it, and I didn't think it was the greatest. At the time, it was good, but now it, it didn't, I don't think it holds up as well. It's a dated brawler, and it, you know, like, the final boss is kind of irritating, but it's, you know, it's, if anything, I would criticize it for being slow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, compared to something like Streets of Rage, or, uh... Or even Golden Axe. Golden Axe. Yeah, even Golden Axe I thought was a better game. Or um, uh, what was it? I think it was Alien Storm. Alien Storm, yeah. That's, yeah. That's I picked that up, game. too, when we were hanging out. Oh, uh, yes, that's right, you did. And the reason I got it was it had a, a Sonic poster inside, from a pre-release Sonic poster of Japanese design standing in front of a brick wall like a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> and I posted it online, and apparently it's... it's uh, I think one of the first 
uh, pr consumer promotional pieces that was uh, sent out first post. Uh, you got it for the Sega Genesis, right? Yeah, Alien Storm inside it had the that cover Sonic though. Post. Did you like the cover? Yeah, it's pretty good, right? I, I like the I like the robot with the whip in the cover. Yeah. I always thought it was so strange. Well, you know, robots need something to do, so why not whip? <laughs> uh, yeah, so all in all, I mean, I, I spent too much money, too many games and too much money spent. Um, so, but I, I, I think, huh? I was going to say that uh, uh, I don't know. I I, uh, I actually put this on the little chat room thing we have, and uh, I've been trying to haggle this guy from from uh, for an arcade game of Sega. I'm not. I'm not planning on buying it. I don't have room for an arcade game, especially one I don't even want to play. Probably. Yeah. But I I, I try to get him down to twenty dollars and a Rob Zombie CD, and uh, he told me no, no Rob Zombie CD, at least fifty dollars. Fifty turbo, man. <laughs> it's it's a turbo. It's called Turbo. It's a 1981 arcade machine. No shit. Is turbo? that what you're looking for? Yes. Uh Dude, no, I had Turbo. My brother had Turbo for uh, the ColecoVision. It was badass. It had the steering wheel, and it actually looked really, really good. It's it's a damn good racing game. Turbo's awesome. For All, 50 uh, bucks. It, wait, it's not it, the game. It, it's, it's the arcade arcade. The arcade machine. It's the arcade machine? Click on yeah. the link on the side. Oh, shit. Where's the, where's, give, give me that fucking link. <laughs> AJ's going to drive cross-country now and pick it up. He's like, put it in the back of the truck. <laughs> put it in the truck, motherfucker. I want it. <laughs> if he just oh. took the $20 in the Rob Zombie CD, he could have had it out of his garage. Oh, damn. Where does Wait, yeah, where is this guy located? Fresno. Uh, California. I live in California. Oh, oh fuck me up the dick. Uh, where is this link? Oh, it's in Turbo. the sidebar. People like listening to us looking for links, don't they? Yes, and um, uh, I bought a Wii U, which uh, apparently a lot of people were shocked. I don't know why, but <laughs> I got one. I apparently, I'm supposed to be a Nintendo hater now. You are. You well, are. Well, dude, no, nobody's doing platformers, and I don't want to be a P buy a PS4. They don't make platforming games oh. that I want. <laughs> uh, well, I think did are we getting to the end of our discussion about the convention? I think so. I'd say so. I mean, yeah, all in all, I'd say it was the panel was a success. It was a lot of fun hanging out with AJ and Patrick and David and having them sleep at my my apartment. <laughs> um, Where except they for Patrick. In your bed, all three of you? Yeah, well, like I was going to say, we should all sleep like the Three Stooges where, you know, they're all in the same bed. <laughs> that's a good way. <laughs> that's, my, that's how you trick guys to sleeping with you. You're like, yo, let's sleep like the Three Stooges. It'll be funny. And then they're like, wait. You want me to sleep with you? And you're like, no, like three stooges. <laughs> oh man, I can only I can only imagine the look on your wife's face. I mean, she was accommodating <laughs> enough. I think that would have been going too far. <laughs> hey, where's your hand between two pillows? Those uh, aren't pillows. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I, I've been watching planes, trains, and automobiles. That just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Um, oh, Anything you want to add before we close it up? I was going to mention um, on the site, our uh, Segabits co-founder, Ryan, has returned to the forums, and he actually posted his first news piece in a long time. Oh. And next week, what do we have? Next week on our next episode, we're going to have the voice actor of Sonic the Hedgehog, as well as Batman, Captain America, and many more. Mr. Roger Craig Smith is going to be joining us for a good 30 to 40 minute discussion about voice acting. Awesome. And so. We you have uh, questions, you can send yeah, it on Twitter. You have questions. And i got to say, this web, this uh, this episode's been a relief because we've been doing so many interviews, and I, I feel like we just needed to do one where we were just, like, not planned, uh, just talking, like the, like the old episodes that no one listened to. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you like this episode, be prepared for a completely different episode next week when we're actually prepared and professional. Professional. Uh, Follow us on social media sites and visit our site every day, 30 times a day. Yeah, we need those hits. We don't make any money, but it makes us feel good. Oh, and be on the lookout, of course, for season three of My Life with Sega. <gasps> yes. Is this the end, the final season? Uh, probably. Um, mm. 
I'm kidding. I don't think my life with Sega will end until I stop buying games for my consoles. <laughs> I think my life with Sega ends when you die, because it's your life. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> if you don't mind, and if it's not too uh, dark, at your funeral, I'll be there filming it, the final episode. I'll be like, well, this is it, folks. <laughs> and uh, then everybody on the reviews is like, oh, the last episode was... Uh, he dragged it out too long. <laughs> oh, and then you can just have it cut to black as somebody walks into my room and starts fondling my Genesis, and it just cuts to black like The Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you could just, like, have it take place in the future, kind of like Weeds, and people are talking about the legacy of my life with Sega and the many, you know, two or three lives it affected. <laughs> you know, that's I actually love that idea as a final episode. If you ever get around to it, we'll just put... Uh, Flower in your hair, so you look like you have dark old man hair, and you just walk around with a cane. That, the that, that's a little too AVGN, so I'll definitely say no to that. But, okay. <laughs> um, if anything, I'll just uh, no. The last review will be Shinmu Two. Oh no. That will be the last review because I feel like that's more than appropriate. It's like, well, my life with Sega is over because now I'm doing Shenmue 2 and I'll never have Shenmue 3. <laughs> what happens if you announce it right after the video comes out? You're fucked. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but no, uh, we do have some good episodes coming. Uh, uh, other than Comic Zone, uh, we also have uh, uh, Ghostbusters. That's another one coming out for the Genesis, not the Master yes. System game. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it, it is. I mean, not to blow the review, but yes, it is one of my favorites from the Genesis era. And uh, we also intend to celebrate the 32X and its birthday coming up. Yay. So uh, we actually have three two-man scrambles where we're joined by my girlfriend, um, Erica Winter, and uh, she gets to make fun of us a bit and join in the fun. Nice. And uh, we also have a couple of videos for the Saturn's birthday. Um, that's all that we have ready right now. I do have more episodes in the pipeline. It's just that between doing all these other videos and also a bunch of side projects, it's just been really hard. But thankfully, we have like seven, eight videos ready to go, so we just need a time to start doing them. Yeah, and I gave you 18-wheeler. That would make for a pretty fun show. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I, I just want to say this right now. Fuck you. Because, uh, <laughs> you know what, I'll, I'll accept 18-wheeler. It's not a bad arcade game at all. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, I'm like, yeah, why, what is it with folks sending me games that are kind of cool, but then they'll send me, like, a flaming turd? It's, <laughs> like, I'm still, so, I'm still smarting over Knuckles sending me Fighting Force 2 for the Dreamcast. How nice of him. Uh, I'm like, you dick. And he's like, oh, it, it may have problems playing. I'm like, problems playing. It's scratched to shit. So, I mean, <laughs> thank you. I mean, you just saved me a lot of pain and misery. <laughs> but um, but after this, I'll just, we'll have the uh, Too Many Games panel video ready. Um, I'm, once I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to finalize the video. It will be done. Yeah, so, well, once I'm uh, done with it, I'm going to finalize this podcast, and it'll be up, so... Oh, um, yeah, so uh, the only thing you will need is uh, Barry to add some links, because I'm not going to have time to add that shit. Yeah, I can do that, so. Awesome! Cool! Yeah, so, yeah, so lots of videos to come, and um, like like George said, next episode's coming sooner than later. Roger Craig Smith, um, and uh, we should have you on again sooner than later, AJ. Um, well, this was an odd night because my job commandeers my Thursdays, but if we ever move the days or I happen to luck out, you know, totally. I mean, I miss doing the podcast. It's been fun. And we're happy to fit around your schedule, too, if you need to do it on a Tuesday or Wednesday. But this this is planning, and people don't want to hear about that. So from me and from AJ and from George and from the ghost of Korimaru, mm -hmm. uh, let's say our goodbyes. See Later. you guys. Bye. Just All right. Stick with your Genesis fucker. Ha, ha, ha.